Welcome back. It's a new season of the podcast. This year, we're exploring how to have a rich life. Welcome to Simplify and Enjoy, the podcast and community focused on helping families have less stress and more options through minimalism and financial independence. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is sponsored by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Find out how at bankbetter.org. That's a pretty bold statement, having a rich life. First, let's back up on how I came up with this theme for the season, and then we can talk about what a rich life looks like. Even before we wrapped up this last season in November, something had been nagging me about the podcast. Besides Simplify and Enjoy, I also write and run Couple Money, which is focused on helping married couples get on the same page with their finances. I've loved writing for both sides. When we started this, we were paying off our debts and then growing our financial cushion and eventually becoming a Coast 5 family. It's been wonderful to hear from you and other families as you're hitting your own milestones on your journey. Between the two sites, I've been writing and or podcasting about personal finance for over 12 years, and it's been incredible. However, as important as getting your finances squared away is, it's just one piece of the puzzle. So I took some time off throughout last year, including one bigger trip in October, where I just disconnected from the work. I allowed myself to explore and read other topics besides finances to see if I could add something to this podcast that would help you and other families have not just an amazing year with your finances, but allow you to really enjoy things. The first thing that clicked for me was a quote from Cal Newport. It served as a jumping off point for me as I was sketching out 2023 and what I wanted to do here on the show. Here it is. Do less, do better, know why. Instantly, as soon as I read it, I knew I wanted to dig into this. Initially, I started by thinking about how this would play out with the podcast. So do less. Families are already stressed out because they are doing so much. And would you read online or listen to other podcasts and shows, They always have this list. It seems like a million things you need to do to get your finances in a good spot. Or here's how you work. Be a full-time parent and have a side hustle. It's too much noise and much of it is not essential for you. I want to keep things simple and flexible so that you can take these pieces and build and design your life as needed. The second part, do better. With time and energy freed up because you're not doing a ton of things, now we have a question to answer. How can we use that to create something special? Let's put energy into building up our relationships, leveling up on our skills with work, and taking on projects and hobbies that are meaningful to us, things that we love and enjoy. And then the last piece is know why. Productivity culture almost elevates being busy like it's a virtue. But the real challenge for many families is having a knowing purpose of what you're doing. 
this definition that you give yourself can then be used to gauge when you have enough, when you've saved enough money and maybe you want to explore a different option with your career, when your side hustle is good enough as just a side hustle. You don't want to turn it into a business. All of this is still a work in progress. So with Simplify and Enjoy going forward, I am still going to be talking about personal finance, but I also am going to be including bits and pieces from other things. I'm going to be talking about taking care of your health, going to be talking about really getting to know yourself, develop your skills, also enjoying the time you have with your kids, going on trips together as a family. All those things are connected. I want to make sure that this podcast isn't one dimensional and just focusing simply on getting out of debt just to get out of debt. Yes, we still talk about improving your finances, but we're also discussing making sure that your home feels like a sanctuary. It's not a source of stress, but a place where you can relax and enjoy time as a family and then create a life that all of you love and enjoy and appreciate the time you have with your kids when they're young. When I was looking at all these pieces and having these initial conversations that you'll listen to in this season, it became clear to me that the theme that I really want to talk about is living a rich life. Rich life. Ugh. kind of feel embarrassed using it, but it's appropriate for this. The reason I'm a little hesitant is because in the personal finance space, it's a loaded phrase. Too many times the conversation veers and stays centered around chasing some number. You need to pay off this amount of debt. You need to make sure you have this amount saved up in your emergency fund. Don't forget, you want to buy a house. How much do you need for that? You need this much to retire and also how fast you retire. The problem isn't necessarily having numbers to track. I think that's helpful. It's just that you're constantly bombarded with goalposts that keep moving. This can be exhausting and discouraging. So instead of simply spending this season focused on how to hit your financial goals faster, we're going to examine the bigger picture. And that means looking at your goals from different angles. We're going to break down how you can create these goals, make them smart goals, build some habits and systems, and then finally keep things interesting with personal and monthly challenges. So let's get started with these goals. The first step is defining them, which seems simple enough, but I see too many families rush through this and they're not enjoying the process. So make some time this week or weekend to sit down and ask yourself, what would you like to accomplish this year? And no, don't just focus on saying paying off debt or something you're supposed to do. Really take the time to imagine what are things you would be excited to do? What trips do you want to take? What hobbies or sports do you want to take up? Of course, add those important and essential financial goals, but don't let them dominate your list. To keep things, well, you guessed it, simple, we're going to divide your goals into three buckets. Your money, home, and life. 
I think they're specific enough to cover the essentials while still keeping it flexible so you can tailor it to you and your family. So for me, when I say money, this is going to cover your more straightforward goals, such as paying off your credit card debt, having a certain amount set aside to invest for retirement, or building your financial cushion or your house down payment. The second category, home, can be where you track maybe home improvement projects and also can include family-centered goals, things that you would like to do together. I know life, this third category, is a bit broader, but for me, this is where I would keep my health and career goals, plus any hobbies I personally enjoy. By defining and just high-level organizing your goals, this can give you a better idea of where your focus is going to be at for the year and make adjustments fairly easily. Now we're going to go to the next step. You're going to take these goals that you've made and you're going to make these goals smart. I've done several episodes on how to make smart goals, but as a quick review, SMART is an acronym on how you can effectively frame your goals. A SMART goal is specific, measurable, attainable, results-focused and relevant, and then time-based. When I say being specific, I don't want you, for example, if you have a financial goal of saving more, just let that be. I want you to tell me specifically, what are you saving up for? Is it for an emergency fund or is it for travel? And then measurable. We want to track our goals some way. So if you are having a financial goal, makes it easier, you have an amount that you're setting aside for. If it's a health goal, what is your criteria? What are you measuring? Is it how many steps you're taking? Are you looking at the calories or your macros that you're taking in? Hours of sleep? What's the number you're going to be tracking? Then attainable. Yes, there is a place for ambitious goals. But if you're trying to do something new, making sure that your habits are attainable is going to keep you in a space where you're more likely to have this accomplished. And results-oriented, or I've also seen relevantly-based goals, is when you hit this goal, what personal or family win will you have? If you save up for your vacations, what kind of trip are you planning to take? What joy will you get out of this personally and together? And lastly, is time-based. When do you want this accomplished? Now, you might have some yearly goals that you want to set, but a lot of us also have longer-term goals. You'll have both timelines. You'll have your ultimate goal that you're working towards, but then each year, where do you want to be by the end of the year? The point of making your goals smart is that you get a mini game plan already set up for you and an idea of how you're actually going to accomplish that goal. Another benefit by laying these SMART goals out is that you get a sense of whether or not you're working on too many things. Very quickly, you'll notice the numbers just aren't working out for you if you put too many things on your plate. You can then decide to either push back a deadline for a goal or change up what you're trying to accomplish. Now that your SMART goals are down, it's time to move to the third step, which is breaking these goals down into habits and systems. We're going to start looking for ways 
to make these more manageable and doable. For some goals, that means defining key habits or systems you need to have in place to knock these out. Again, I have a few episodes about building better habits and they're a deep dive, but some key things to consider on what to tackle first and which ones to focus on. You wanna look for keystone habits. These are habits that if you accomplish these, they naturally lead you down to better habits. So for some, waking up early so you have time to work out more is a keystone habit. Second, consider ways to remove the friction. I'll use that example of you want to do workouts and you decided the morning is the best time to do it. The night before, lay out your clothes and your workout gear so all you have to do is get up and go. Then the third one is, if possible, see if you can automate these systems. The idea is when you're breaking these down, you're not just relying on motivation alone, which can come and go. You're trying to develop a sustainable and relatively easy habit that will move you towards your goals. Finally, let's have some fun with these. Let's create and take on some monthly challenges. It's important to follow through on our goals. One method I found really successful is gamifying them into monthly challenges. I love starting off a month with a clear idea of what I want to accomplish. Having some wins in your pocket can also motivate you to keep going on. Personalize these challenges on things you enjoy. When we were at the beginning of our financial journey, for example, we tried to do things like $20 date nights or finding the best free and low-cost events around town. And then the next month, we do something different. It kept things fresh. You can do this also with your goals. And depending on what they are, build up on them. Let's say you're trying to get fit in 2023. Instead of trying to change every single thing with how you eat, sleep, and exercise, you can focus on one of those key areas in a month, like sleeping better. Or you can tackle it differently. Maybe you change one very small habit in each of those categories, like simply tracking your meals, workouts, and sleep using a fitness tracker or a spreadsheet. These challenges are meant to be fun and an easy way to build momentum. I hope that this four-part approach to creating and tackling your goals makes it easier for you to have some big wins this year. Personally, I thought it would be fun to share some of the challenges I'm going to be taking on during this year with you. Just like I mentioned before, after I brainstormed and chatted with Rob, my husband, I had a whole list of ideas. Narrowing it down based on my schedule and then prioritizing them, I broke the goals down into those three buckets, money, home, and life. And if you're curious, I have the entire list on Simplify and Enjoy which I'll put in the show notes. But here's an example of a few things I've included. On the financial side, we are looking at our long-term goals and we are paying down our mortgage faster. We'd like to go from a 30-year mortgage to a 10. On the home side, there are a ton of house projects I wanna do, including creating a family library space, but also with home are some family-centered goals. So I would love to, if possible, 
do an international trip together. And then for life on a personal note, one, I am thrilled about getting fit and then also putting together a reading plan for the year. With that in mind, this year on the podcast, I'm going to be taking just a few of those challenges that I've put on my list and sharing my progress. I'm going to be interviewing people who have done some incredible and amazing things in those areas and also share resources that make it easier for you to hit your goals faster. And yes, I'll share my progress, the good and the bad. But I don't want this to be just about me. I'd love to hear from you. Please let me know how you're doing with your goals and what you want to knock out this year. There are several ways you can join in. We have our free community newsletter, our Facebook group, Thriving Families, and of course, you can always tag me on social media at Simplify and Joy. Let's cheer each other on this year. This segment is brought to you by Travel Freely. I know we have some travel hacking families in our community who love using the rewards for family vacations. And there are many who want to join them. However, it can be tough to sort through all the offers. This is where Travel Freely can help. It simplifies your search and makes it easy to find the best offers and deals that fit your family and how they spend. So you are maximizing your rewards. If you want to learn more on how to travel hack your next epic family trip, please go to simplifyandenjoy.com slash travel freely. Before we wrap up, I want to share a few key takeaways I picked up from preparing this episode. The first is a rich life is much more than the money. When you are trying to figure out what goals you like to achieve this year and beyond, Sit down and consider some of these questions. What are some trips you would like to take soon with the family? What are some activities you want to do together? What are hobbies you want to pick up or get back to? How does work look like for you? Are you happy with it? Do you want to continue and grow in that position? Or do you want to explore different career options? Maybe pivot and try something different. Having these conversations about the bigger goals and getting a clearer idea about the bigger picture can then give you a better idea of how you need to align your finances and your schedules towards those goals. The second takeaway is you can build better habits through building better systems. Motivation is hard to maintain, especially if you're pursuing a big goal. Something that's been incredibly helpful for me and other families in the community is creating systems that make it easier to follow through on your goals and help you develop better habits along the way. Throughout the season, as I'm going through the challenges, I'm going to be sharing how I break down my goals into systems so I can build better habits. I hope that helps you when you're designing your own plan for this year. The last takeaway is find a community that can help motivate you and keep you accountable. Having a community of like-minded people who can share what's worked and not worked for them can be especially helpful when you're starting out something new. We have a community on Facebook called Thriving Families 
that can help you get started with that. Every week, we celebrate one another's wins and answer questions that pop up. So if you want to get started with your own journey, please join our community. Like I mentioned earlier, we have a free newsletter. Besides getting you connected to the resources that I mentioned on the podcast, give you some tips, updates on how I'm doing with the goals. And more importantly, I can hear from you about any questions that you have about reaching your own milestones. I want to help you reach your goals for this year and beyond and make simplifying your money, home, and life easier. So if you're interested, just head over to simplifyandenjoy.com slash join. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that it helps you design a rich life this year. As always, I'll include the links to the resources we've mentioned today over on Simplify and Enjoy. Also, keep an eye out on our site because every Monday this season, I'm posting on YouTube a video based on the episodes and the 23 challenges. This week, I'm covering how to read better, not just read faster. Between work, family, and personal reading, on average, I read a book a week. So I am going to share some tips on how to fit that in when you're a parent with a full schedule. But I'll also highlight ways you can actually savor the books you're reading and not just check off something on a list. Next week on the podcast, because we're talking about a rich life, a key part of that is making sure you're taking care of your health. I have an interview with Rich Jones about the changes that he made with his health that led to so many incredible improvements, including becoming a national champion in track. So if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed. You don't want to miss out on that episode. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Audible, wherever you get your podcasts. Our theme was by Staircases with additional music from various artists over at Audio. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you not only listening, but sending in your questions and ideas for the podcast and sharing your favorite episodes. I want to help more families live a rich life. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.